Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a special extra episode of Red Carpet Rendezvous podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. So you might remember a few weeks ago, I mean, I hope you remember, it's literally been two weeks. um, I did an episode with Christy Martin, who is a boxer, a Hall of Fame boxer. She's incredible. And she's on the new Netflix documentary series, Untold. So it's a collection of sports stories where there is lots of action and drama. Um, I just had such a great time interviewing Christy and hearing about her story and watching um, the doc. It was it was incredible. So now they're making a lot more of them or they already did, obviously, but now they're releasing a lot more of them, I should say. So there is a special with Caitlyn Jenner, with Ron Artest. um, And now there is an episode that came out August 31st. It's called Crime and penalties. So, or untold crime and penalties. Now, this is a crazy story about Anthony or AJ Galante, um, who is the subject of my interview today. And he's a really cool guy. Now, um, they have called AJ Galante's family the real life Sopranos, as his father was in the waste management business, but, you know, went to prison for charges like racketeering and, 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 and whatnot. Um, but, you know, before that, his dad bought him a hockey team. So uh, they are based in Danbury, Connecticut. His dad bought him a hockey team. He was 17 years old and made him the general manager. Now, they called this hockey team the Trashers, you know, because his dad was in waste management. I thought that was really cool. And, um, you know, the Trashers were known to be extremely violent. They caused a lot of issues. And pretty much the team folded after two years, um, you know, when AJ's dad went to prison. So So he's got an interesting story. You can watch the doc on Netflix now. Crime and penalties. I just want to say crime and punishment. That's why I keep like hesitating. Sorry. Um, But it's I had a chance to watch it after I interviewed him. My life is just so crazy that I can never time everything properly. It's so annoying. But I did watch it. um, And it's you guys are going to like it. It's seriously entertaining. And AJ was cool. I you know, I asked him what could have been questions that are annoying to him. And he was very patient with me and very normal. So um, here is my interview with AJ Galante. Thank you so much for joining me. I was so excited to talk to you. So this is now my second interview um, with the Untold series. So I'm very, very excited. Now, I know all about your story. I have not watched your episode yet. That is in my queue. So I'm very excited to watch it. But again, I know all about you. Now, I want to ask you, what do you think people will learn about you that they don't know in this interview? That's a, I never got a documentary. Yeah, that's a good question. No one's mm-hmm. ever asked me what, what I think they'll learn about me. I'm a loyal son. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, I think I'm a hard worker. I, I think um, I took an opportunity that was given to me and um we made the most of it. And I just think, um, you know, we, we, we really tried hard to do something special. Unfortunately, the season only lasted two years, but 
we're still talking about it today. So we, we must yeah. have done something. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, are you close with your dad now? Oh, yeah, I'm probably closer than before. You know, uh, definitely. Uh, I was with him yesterday. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, probably closer now than than ever before. Now, do you think he did anything wrong? Well, listen, you know, my dad, one thing I always say about my dad is he's never, he's never made excuses. He's uh, from a young age. I, I've always seen, you know, he's always been upfront with me about certain things and um, mm-hmm. he's made mistakes, you know, um, he's definitely made mistakes. He's always admitted to them. Um, I think, I think, unfortunately, you know, labels get put on people sometimes, you know, fairly unfairly, but that's the nature of life. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, um, he's made mistakes. I've made mistakes. You know, uh, we, we've all made mistakes. You know, it's just for some people, it, it seems to loom larger than for others, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I hear that. We all make mistakes. Your mistakes and his mistakes were just blasted. <laughs> you guys just got your mistakes in the New York Post. Luckily, I haven't yet. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. Now, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say to people that that compare your your family to the Sopranos and Tony Soprano? I mean, is that like that's insulting, right? I would be. I'd be like, shut up. Like, I don't know. It's weird. You know, I got to tell you. You know, when 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 my dad was indicted, you know, my dad went away twice when I was little, but when the, the second time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was tougher because, you know, there was not really social media at the time, thank God. Yeah. Um, but what we had in our local paper, you know, you were able to comment on articles and stuff. And, and mm-hmm. I made the mistake of reading the comments. And, you know, it's easy for people behind screen names to say this and that. And, you know, it, it was tough. I always it, say it, that. It, it, it took a toll. It took a toll very early on. But mm. I'm glad it happened because... Um, it made us stronger as a family. And, um, you know, and the reality is a lot of stuff people said were, were lies anyway, but my dad, again, never made excuses. He said, look, I put myself in a position. You got it. This is sometimes, you know, you know, I laugh when celebrities get upset, you know, look, it happens when you're in the public eye, all bets are off. And, and even though we're not celebrities, don't get me wrong, but locally, you know, my dad loomed large and, um, yeah. you know, when you put yourself out there and I did myself too, you know, this comes with the territory, unfortunately. And, yeah. um, but you know, as far as the Soprano thing, you know, it's funny. I mean, I know about a hundred guys that think the Sopranos is based on them anyway. So who knows? <laughs> I mean, um, you know, they wear with a badge of honor. They're like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> look around here, you know, look, here's the thing, you know, it was a different time back then, you know, and look, thing is everybody knows someone that knows someone that knows someone so who who knows you know it's what they label you know the media you know if they label you this is what you are that's what you are sometimes and uh just like me I mean I've always was labeled uh you know the spoiled kid that was handed a team and this and that and it comes with the territory unfortunately and you just have to learn to adjust with it and and figure out how to make it work for yourself right and listen I have a lot of respect for you because it's like, it's one thing. Yes. Your father did purchase this team, but you put the work in. I I'm pretty sure everybody should realize it's not easy to be a general manager. It's actually the hardest fucking job ever. Like it's literally no, I, not it's, easy. No, so, it's, it was, it was tough. It was tough. And, and, you know, I really, to be honest with my dad told me, you know, my dad's funny. He, he has a way of telling you you're going to do something, but he, he, he packages it as a question. Yeah. So he's like, hey, AJ, you know, if I start a team, you're, you're going to be the general manager, right? Mm-hmm. 
first of all, my dad doesn't joke around. I mean, if he says something, he means it. But I thought this was so outlandish that, like, <laughs> okay, dad, sure, you know, sure, okay, sure, whatever you yeah. say. But I, when it became official, I, I wanted for like two days I didn't sleep because I'm like I gotta back out of this. I can't do it. I, I but I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't go back on my word to him, even if I thought he was framing it as a joke. I still right. gave my word. I do it. So. But, you know, it's not just about me. Look, this was his vision. We had a great team around us and um, we just we, we, we made it happen. Now, let me ask you, because you felt it really important to um, I think you had said you wanted at least three fights during the game or else people weren't getting their money's worth. And there was a lot of violence and some people were were not OK with it. Now, do you mm-hmm. think that this added to maybe you guys not having the best reputation because sure. the team was so violent and you know, you're not, you're not really helping with like the mob mentality. You know what I mean? You're not really helping sure. put people off no, by that. No, you know, you're, you know, you're Lauren, you're hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. I tell people, I tell people all the time, if I was eight years old and I had, my mom wouldn't let me go to trash her games. I mean, it right. was just, here's the thing, you know, we marketed ourselves, um, as bad boys, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, there was some good to it. There comes some bad with it, obviously. But what we were doing was we were trying to market mm-hmm. the 1% of people, blue collar people that root for the bad guys in movies. You know, there's always that, there's always that person that roots for the bad guys. Or, you know, I was a big wrestling fan, still am. I always rooted for the bad guys. And Wait, I, I always, was too. <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of what I did, believe it or not, was wrestling based. I used to study Vince McMahon and what he would do. And we did a lot of that with the trashers and we market ourselves as the heels, like the bad guys. Yeah, but um, AJ, you know, that's fake. That shit is so fake. So but like hockey is real. Like you actually really hurt some people like that. Like that's. Well, listen, we never wanted. Look, contrary to belief, we never we never sat someone down and was like, look. Just, you know, break this guy's arm or break Oh, see, this guy's I don't believe arm. you. I actually don't believe you. That's so funny no, you say no, that because no, I no, feel no, like no, that's, no. you guys totally slipped him and said, no, listen. No, no, listen. Okay, all right, all if you say I so. Say, all I can say is <laughs> I personally never said that. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe things get lost in translation, but the reality <laughs> is, the reality is, we no, I mean, look. We, look, we, we told the line. We, we knew there was a line there. And mm-hmm. we, we, it almost became a game in a weird way where we wanted to see how far <laughs> we could get to that line. Yes. And we probably crossed it a few times, but we, 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 it was, it's crazy. It was just a crazy time. It really was. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of the footage and now you, you were 17 when this all went down, when you became the GM and now you're 31, 32. Right. 35. I'm getting old. Oh, yeah. wait, you're 35 now. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You're 35. Time ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now you're an old ass man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I feel no, but it. What would you, would you do the same thing over again? Or would you do things differently? Would you keep exactly. the violence? Would you, you know, I tell people this, you know, everyone asked me, would this team and this mentality work in 2021? No chance in hell. I mean, we could not, not even an eighth of the things we used to do, could we do now? So it's hard to answer the question because I'm in 2021 now and I Mm -hmm. know how society is and I know how things are. It's different. It's a different time. 
Yeah. Back then, it was different. Times were different. People were different. The game of hockey was different. I mean, whether people like it or not, in sports, especially back in those days, intimidation played a large part of whether you could win or you could lose. And hockey's a physical sport. Yeah. Um, did we overdo it? Absolutely. But I think that was part of our allure, you know, allure. And uh, people would come and, and don't get me wrong, we, we turned off a lot of people, but you know what? You can't please everyone. You know, I mean, um, if we put together a team of figure skaters out there, you would have had a whole demographic that hated us. And yeah. um, so you're never going to this is just, you know, I'm a firm believer in you, you choose your lane and yeah. you just stick to it. It's the people that try to switch in and out of lanes that never find success because no, I agree with you. You choose your lane and look, but as far as regrets, no, I would do it everything. You know, if we're in 2004, I do it exactly the same. If nowadays, no way, it, it could never work like that. Never. So it, you wouldn't keep it as, as violent as you had it. And now do you, do you have any kids at this point in your life or? No, not right now. No, not right now. Okay. I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I, my son loves sports, right? I want to take him to a sports game. Do I really want him to witness that? Let's say he's eight years old, like a crazy fight where people are almost trying to kill each other. Probably not. But it's like you said, you can't please everybody. Right. I would hope. I I think that shows you're a great mother that you wouldn't want that. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) the The reality is, you know, like I said, we weren't, and there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with teams that do. We weren't catering to kids. You know, I mean, we weren't mm-hmm. trying to be family friendly, I guess. And you don't say. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Look, I mean, if I had a kid, like I said, if I had no connection to the team and my yeah. mom, my mom would not let me go to a trasher game. And it was just and like I said, it, it was different. It was a different. I mean, it was 17 years ago. It's such a big change in the way people think. I mean. I think things were a lot more aggressive yeah. back then. I mean, even me, I mean, I was into the contact sports. I, I love the, um, yeah. you know, football. I love the big hit. I mean, football has changed totally since 17 years ago. So no, I absolutely, if I, I, it definitely wasn't family friendly, but I tell you, we were the, but what happened was we gained a reputation where we became that thing, that mystique that kids wanted to go to, even if their parents didn't want them to, it was like sneaking I into love a that. Yes. Was, oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> we were, it was like, like for anyone under 13, it was like kind of sneaking into a rated R movie and kids would wow. want, they would hear about it. And, uh, and that's the thing. It was before social media. So everything was word of mouth. I was just thinking that like the comparison yeah. though, sneaking into a movie, but there's no social media. So you don't get caught. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it, I covered for a few kids back in the day, believe yeah. it or not. And uh, it was just a different time. Good for you. No, that's that's actually cool. Kids can look back and think about that. You know, those times sneaking yeah. into the the trashers game. That's great. Of now, course. And, and you know, it's funny I, now that you said like I'm 35. Yeah. I'll, I'll see people I don't even know when they're in their 20s and they come up to me and they said, I used to go to the games and yeah, you know, I used to, I, I have people, I used to sneak to the games and uh, all this craziness. And uh, it was just, it was fun. It was, it was different, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly in 2021. Definitely no, I not. mean, clearly nothing flies in 2021. So it's, this is so extreme that of course it wouldn't fly, but you still live in Connecticut, right? That's yep. where you, still okay. Danbury, yep. Still in Danbury. Okay. Are people scared of you or scared of your family at all? 
I, no, I don't think, you know, look, like I said, around here, there's obviously a, a stigma to our name, but I own a boxing gym. I see, I, I deal with hundreds of kids a year. I mm-hmm. deal with kids as young as four. I got, I deal with people. I mean, I never left where I'm from. I, and to be yeah. honest with you, when, when my dad got indicted, uh, a lot of people turned on us when it happened. And, and in a way I kind of understand, but you know, we, my dad's done a lot for this community. And you know what? I, there was part of me that I had an opportunity when I got into boxing to uh, start a boxing gym in Queens. Mm-hmm. I came this close to moving, but I said, you know what? I'm not from Queens. I'm from Danbury. And I yeah. want to help. I, I took a, in a way with what I'm doing with the boxing, it's kind of an extension of what I was doing with the trashers. And i said, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to run from where I'm from mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue to try to build here. And, yep. um, but no, people who know us here, they know, they know. I mean, we're every, I mean, look, I tell people, you know, I have a switch. I mean, I'm a nice guy and all, but, you know, I have a switch. But the thing <laughs> is, nobody, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I mean, I'm in yeah. here every day. I'm in the trenches every day with these guys and they know me. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think it's people outside the community that just hear things and they're like, oh, my God, this and that. But we're, we couldn't be more normal, to be honest with you. Okay. Actually, actually, okay, I, I, actually, to be honest with you, no joke. I'm probably, if you knew me, I'm probably, I would probably go down as one of the most boring people you would know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, there's really, there's really nothing that exciting about what I do or what I, every day is almost the same thing. See, and, I, um, I disagree with you on that. I feel like I would just want to go to dinner with you and your dad. And I want to ask your dad prison stories because I'm sick like that. And then I want to <laughs> hear about like, I mean, you got, you're not boring. So believe me, well, I'm we, boring we, compared to you. A hundred percent. Look, you know, <laughs> I, I learned a long time ago, you know, at an early age, I, someone told me once, it wasn't my dad, but someone told me he, an old timer, he said, listen, he is, let me tell you something. At the end of the day, when we're all old, all we're going to have is stories mm-hmm. and life is going to give you sad events in your life by default, whether it's death of family, death of friends, there's always going to be sorrow as you get older, but right. most memories, fun stories you can now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I sit here like I'm 80 years old. I get young kids come in my office <laughs> and they ask me, what was it like in the nineties? And like, what was it like? I mean, I'm dealing with kids. Ew, uh, oh. I know it's, it's weird. It's like, I was born in 86 to them. That's like, Oh my God. Like, Oh what, what my gosh. Life? I'm not even kidding you. I just made a bet here that this kid like who's 23 didn't know who Zach Morris was. And honestly yes. he goes, I know who that is from the reboot. And I'm like, see, that doesn't count because there's that a reboot. No. Yeah. That doesn't count. No, no, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't count. Yeah. But, but it doesn't. That's, but that's, so I'm with you. Know, you. But you know, I, I, there was a lot of things I'm glad I did. And, and it was a lot of work. I mean, I, I lost, um, I lost a lot of time where I could have been a typical kid, I guess, but yeah. that's okay because I took some risks and uh, I was able to help do my part and, you know, play my part in building something that, you know, it's stories that I'll be able to have God willing with grandkids and tell them stories. Yeah, and, and yeah. That's what it's, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Well, I love that. And this has been such a pleasure to speak with you. And I really, I'm excited to watch the documentary tonight. I went to watch it last night and my pin wasn't working. So I'm going to watch it tonight and I'm so excited. And um, I'm, I know that I'm going to love it just as much as I loved the Christy Martin one. So I will talk to everyone. I haven't 
I haven't watched it yet. I made myself. Oh, a deal. you haven't? I made my. I made myself a deal that I don't want any special privileges. So tomorrow, when it comes out, is when we'll watch it. And, oh uh, my gosh, you're so funny. You know, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. It's a little a little nerve wracking, a little anxiousness, but uh, you know what? At the end of the day. I think we live in a time where we need some laughs. And I think yeah. this is a story that there's a lot of laughs to it. And, and honestly, there's lessons that you can learn from it. And, and yeah. if, if, if one person laughs from this story or one person learns something or one person decides, you know what, I'm going to go mm-hmm. through and take a risk of doing something, then that's all it's about. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and have you watched any of the other ones? Like the oh, I watched, Caitlyn Jenner um, or the... I was amazed. Um, well, Malice, when it came out, I mean, yeah. it's funny. I remember where I was. I was watching that game live and I was working on Trasher stuff at school. Yeah. When this happened. The Ron Artest uh, one. That's the one you're talking yes, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And I remember it was a Friday night. I was at college, Manhattanville College. I was working on Trasher stuff when this happened. Yeah. And my mind was blown. And when McLean and Chapman, the producers, told me they were doing a doc on it, I was so excited. Um, the Christy Martin one, I met Christy because I'm in boxing. I met yeah. Christy. I didn't know her story. I met her four years ago. The most humble, sweetest woman you'll ever meet. Totally. And when I heard her story, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, um, and then and then again, again, again uh, I didn't know Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever. I mean, I didn't know what an athlete he was. She, and it's it, fine. She, <laughs> this know. is why you're so, this is why you're so not woke because you're still calling her Bruce Jenner. So you are well, so listen, whatever. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I mean, no disrespect. I don't know. I know you don't. I'm calling you out. I'm she, sorry. I'm she, calling you out. Well, she was an amazing athlete. Let's just put it that way. Yes. And, uh, 100%. I was, I was, I was, you know, cause my mom told me, you know, oh my God, he, she was amazing. And, and I, and when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, yeah. she's incredible, you know, and uh, incredible. And I, I really, I mean, the, the, and I was nervous because I'm like, you know, the Trashers doc is such an underdog compared to these other names and stuff. And I'm like, I hope, you know, those are, those are tough ones to follow. So no, we'll you, they did an incredible job. Maybe your story is not as well known, but it yeah. sucks you in with that preview. Believe me, it sucks you in. Um, well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Well, I'm so excited. AJ, thank you so much. This will be out this Wednesday. Okay, guys, that was AJ. What'd you think? I want to hear about it. So email me your thoughts at lauren.com at wabcradio.com or you can dm me on instagram lauren underscore interviews i'm pretty responsive um but yeah with that being said thanks for listening and until next week